Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, cultural enrichment, and all-inclusive fares. Discover more at viking.com. Today on Watching Your Wealth, we'll look at what Trump's victory means for investors. From the top of the ballot to your bottom line, this is Watching Your Wealth, an election special from The Wall Street Journal. Now, from our studios in New York, here's Veronica Dagger. Welcome to Watching Your Wealth's presidential election series. I'm Veronica Dagger. David Donabedian is chief investment officer of Atlantic Trust. Welcome, David. Good to be here. Great to have you. So, David, Trump's victory came as quite a surprise to many investors, many on Wall Street. I'm wondering, is that what's driving the volatility we're seeing today? It certainly is. Uh, markets look ahead and, and price in expectations, and I don't think there's any question that um, uh, the consensus view was that Hillary Clinton uh, would become the next president. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and the volatility that we saw uh, to some extent in the week prior to the election and then uh, you know, last night when it became increasingly clear that, that, that Trump was likely to win, you know, we saw a sort of a classic uh, safe haven uh, approach as uh, you know, equity futures went down substantially. Bond yields fell in the Treasury market, you know, the traditional safe haven. Uh, And then, of course, by this morning on the equity market open, uh, you know, things had calmed down and now reversed to more of a a risk on situation where uh, the stock market is up substantially and uh, and bond yields are up substantially. So uh, the result was a surprise to the market and the market reaction uh, has certainly been been surprising to many. Indeed, it's been an interesting day. How long do you expect the volatility to last? I think that we're likely to have a period of heightened volatility, um, you know, really right through the um, inauguration uh, type uh, time frame. And, you know, volatility doesn't necessarily mean the market's going down substantially. It means a lot of back and forth. And and the reason I think the volatility will persist is that, uh, you know, policy uncertainty just went up. Um, I I think that you have a a president-elect who is – uh, you know, has has been very clear on some issues, less clear and consistent on other issues. Um, and you might normally say, well, you know, you have one party control in Washington, and so, you know, it's going to be student body right. We know we know where this is going to go. But there are essentially three factions within the Republican Party now. There is the let's call it the the Trump wing. There is the Tea Party wing, which is in agreement with the Trump wing on some issues, but not in agreement on others. And then you have the the congressional leadership, which is which is somewhere in between. So pulling all of those factions together um, and, and finding common ground on issues is not going to be easy. And and so, you know, the question of what is going to be the priorities for the new president and the new Congress in the first 100 days is, um, uh, is very much open to question. That is a big question, and it's going to be a big job uh, uniting everyone, as you said. Now, I'm wondering if you had to pick one or two uh, top issues or uncertainties or risks facing investors right now, now that we know who's going to be president, um, that we're waiting for further clarification on, and, and knowing the answers to these would really infect, um, affect people's investments. What would those one or two issues be for you? Um, the, the first one would certainly be trade issues. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this is an area where uh, I think Donald Trump was extremely consistent uh, throughout the, the campaign. Uh, the notion that, that trade deals have hurt our economy, 
that we need fairer trade, uh, that, that certain countries like China and Mexico and others are uh, essentially have an un- unfairly favorable deal relative to the U.S. and that those things need to be addressed. And um, this is one of the areas where the president has uh, enormous authority to act alone, in a sense, with, without the Congress on yes. things like slapping tariffs on, on products and countries, um, Im- import restrictions and other sorts of things. So uh, do we get uh, that sort of more strident confrontational approach on trade? Or do we get a more uh, a more pragmatic, moderate approach? And that matters enormously for our economy and for the markets, because over 40 percent of U.S. Treasury debt is held by foreign entities, and and actually about 40 percent of uh, profits of U.S. companies come from overseas. So uh, it, it's not a one-way boat. We don't have all the leverage in potential trade discussion. So. Um, there's definitely risk around that issue, and that's the first thing I'll be looking to identify in terms of the the, the tone and the tactics of the, the incoming administration. Let's flip it um, to the positive for a second. I'm wondering, what's a piece of good news that perhaps is coming out of the Trump presidency that maybe some investors have been overlooking, um, didn't really factor in? Uh, yes, I think uh, it's a great question. I think leading up to the election, the, the concerns around Trump, uh, a lot of them were sort of existential concerns about his tone and temperament and so forth. But when you get down to actual uh, policy proposals, there are some definite uh, positives for, uh, I would say, corporate America and in the equity markets. And the first one would be uh, business tax reform, uh, you know, lowering the, the statutory rate, um, having a, a, a sort of a one-time lower rate to repatriate the, the trillion dollars of cash that U.S. companies are, are holding overseas. Um, I think this is, is quite likely to be high on the agenda in, in 2017 because this is one of those areas where all those factions of the GOP uh, agree. Yeah. Um, and I think that's part of the reason why you're seeing a, a positive equity market response today, the notion that, okay, there, we, there are these issues of tone and temperament we're worried about and, and the trade issue. But there are some positive things that, that may be enacted in as soon as 2017. Now, if we had to give some investors some advice in terms of what they should do in the next day, the next couple of weeks, what advice would you give them? Uh, the first piece of advice is, is the same um, advice and guidance we gave our clients over the last month, which is, um, you know, do not make major shifts in your portfolio based on a binary outcome, like like an election, because uh, you just, just look at the results. If someone had said, oh, I'm, I'm getting out of the market because I'm worried about what might happen if, if, if Donald Trump is elected, well, um, you could argue they got the first half of that right, because Trump was elected and that's <laughs> what they were worried about, but the, the market reaction you know, wouldn't have gotten right. So um, if you're an investor rather than a trader, don't overreact to one-time events. Um, follow very closely um, the way that the uh, incoming Trump administration shapes itself in terms of what the cabinet's going to look like, um, the uh, hints that perhaps are provided on the approach to trade, um, the, the ways in which they are uh, either coming together or not with, with, with Republican leadership uh, in, the, in the Congress. So um, there is definitely more policy uncertainty but we're not counseling 
significant portfolio moves as a result of that, because then you have to go back to the things that always matter for, say, the, the, the equity markets, and those are, you know, where are we with earnings? And, and corporate earnings are coming off of four or five quarters of, of negative comparisons, and they're about to they, they turn back positive in the third quarter, and we think we'll we'll continue to get a little better over the next couple of quarters. Um, we don't think that uh, valuations are terribly stretched across the the board in the equity market. Um, the other major thing to watch here is, is the bond market. Right, the, the yeah. stock market is acting better than expected. The bond market is working uh, worse than expected in, in response to the election, and we've had a you know the ten-year Treasury yield is, is over two percent. That's certainly not the end of the world, but um, you know the stock market will pay attention if there is a, a surprise march higher in uh, in interest rates. That would be another thing to keep on the radar screen. Few things to, to watch out for, but it sounds like the the big message is to kind of keep your long term focus, long term perspective if you're an investor, and maybe take a wait and see approach for now. Um, great, thank you so much for your time, David. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. And it's been great to have David Donabedian, Chief Investment Officer of Atlantic Trust, on the podcast today. This has been Watching Your Wealth, a production of the Wall Street Journal. I'm Veronica Dagger. For more information, check us out at wsj.com slash podcasts. Thanks for listening. WSJ Podcasts. Listen ambitiously.